Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. You're listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. Come visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online, and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions and exhibitions, our blog and newsletter, view videos of our artist's work, and even listen to artist interviews from this show. Today, our guest is Mariana Perano. She believes the universe had a plan for her to be an artist. According to her mother, she was drawing since she could hold a pencil, and as she got older, it actually became a bit of an issue with her because that's all she wanted to do. But apparently life had a different plan for her, and she became a teacher. And so for many, many years, her artistic talents were used to create classroom materials and bulletin boards. Awesome bulletin boards, by the way. And then one day, her call came again. That time she listened, and today she is creating her art once more. Well, good morning, Mariana, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. Good morning. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, it's our pleasure, and uh, thank you for coming on the show. And let's start off this morning by having you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself. Sure. I'm originally from Argentina. I grew up in a middle-class family there and went to a Catholic school and came to the U.S. when I was uh, 13 years old. My family moved uh, initially to Ohio because that's where uh, my, uh, my father's brother lived for many years. And then three years later, we left the cold of Ohio. It was really, you know, something that we were not used to. <laughs> and we moved to mm-hmm. sunny California. Yeah. And we lived there. Uh, we lived here since then. Um, I was an art major in high school, and I even received a scholarship uh, while I was in high school uh, during my senior year to do a summer life drawing class at Otis Parsons. And um, so, so art was you know, it was my life at that point. But um, I I really, you know, I, I right after graduation, I got married, and then I started a family, and so I needed to get back to work, and I became a, an elementary school teacher. Um, so m- most of my life, I was an elementary school teacher. Then I, I also uh, actually, you know, moved up, and then I uh, was in administration at the district office the last uh, part of, the, of my career there. So for over 25 years, really, I, I didn't do much art other than, you know, like you said in your introduction, uh, bulletin boards and things that I created for my own children. Um, that was about the extent of it. Well, in your bio, it re- mentioned that, uh, but it spoke to you once again. So tell us, uh, if you will, what, uh, how you got back into doing your art. Sure. Um about I want to say about five or six years ago, um, you know, I was I was not happy with my job, and my husband suggested, why don't you take a break and and go back to school? And because um, I don't have a formal education in art, um, my mm-hmm. education I have a master's, but it's in educational management. It's not in in art, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back and I took a leave of absence from work and I decided to go back to, to art school. I did a year at um, the Los Angeles uh, uh, Academy of Figurative Art. And it, it was really an incredible uh, experience for me, but it was really uh, time-consuming and expensive and I couldn't really do the 
school program. And so since then, I've been, you know, I've been uh, pretty much uh, trying to to uh, improve my skills and um, trying to get my art out there. But that has happened really in the last three years since I moved here to Ventura, where I started showing my work in, you know, in, in different galleries here locally. And now I'm trying to expand a little more and in, in show in, in different places. So I'm really starting with my art, basically. So recently, um, I was able to to start working part time, and I, actually, I'm teaching art now. Um, I did uh, work for the the school district for a while, uh, and until I decided to go part time, and then this year, this last couple of years, I've been able to actually teach art part time at the schools. So um, that has really been a blessing for me. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, you to, yeah. to do both, then. Yes, it, it really well, is. It, it really is uh, because it's very rewarding to be able to, you know, to teach the the, the students. I, I teach elementary school, so it's really getting the art into the, you know, into the schools is really important. Oh, well, I agree, and I, you know, when I I'm quite a bit older, but back. When I was in elementary school, art and music were part of the curriculum. And in a lot of schools today, that is not the case. And I think that's, I don't think that's good for children because I think they need to be able to exercise their creativity. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, there's there's been so much research um, done on that, uh, the relationship between, you know, the arts and learning it's incredible. So anytime I can, you know, be a part of that, you know, I'm happy to. <laughs> well, Mariana, we'll start off here. Let's talk uh, about your art in specifics. Uh, where do you, let's start with telling the audience where you get your your ideas for your art. Well, that's something that's really interesting because, I um I really you know I I have to a process really that um is really an expression of my 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 growth really my spiritual my emotional growth um and some so many times I really end up surprising myself with my pieces um like I I think I mentioned uh to you earlier that uh, one of the pieces that I have in the gallery right now the uh the just when for instance, uh, it started, it has butterflies in it, and it originally started with puzzle pieces. Um, and, and, just, and then they turned into butterflies one day when I went to the studio and I decided they needed to be butterflies. But um, the reason I'm saying this is because these images that, that sometimes pop up, I just don't have control necessarily over it. Um, sometimes I plan my work. But not all the time. A lot of a lot of the time is mostly an intuitive process that that shows up. Um, unless, of course, I'm doing a commission or or something specific that I've been asked to do, or something that has a theme. Um, in general, these these um, the work that I do is is very intuitive, and I also um, do a lot of writing along with them. Uh, most of my pieces have a, a, a poem that uh, goes along with them. I have those on my website. Um, 
And originally those poems were, you know, were just for me. Um, and somebody suggested that, you know, I, I share those poems. And they, it has made a difference for people in, in really looking at the, the art and, and relating it to, you know, to the words. It, you know, it, it has really made a difference. Um, so, you know, I, I sort of have a ritual when I get started, but I usually let, you know, the colors and the images dictate where they will, they want to go, really. Um, and, and so really I'm not always in charge <laughs> when this happens. Well, and what uh, medium do you use for the most part in your art? For the most part, I use oils. Recently, I've been using oils. The last couple of years, I have. Um, in the past, I've used pastels. I love uh, working in pastels, and I've also used acrylics. Um, but um, for a while, for a couple of years there, um, I did work in acrylics. And then when I went back to oils, I realized that I really uh, like the oils much better. So I've been working in oils since then. I work. I work in layers. So it's important that um, I, I work in very thin layers. So the oils make a huge difference for me um, when I work. Well, let's uh, so let's take the audience through. You you kind of have your inspiration for the art piece. Uh, then do you uh, do you sketch on your uh, on your canvas, or do you just uh, start painting? It, it it all depends. If it's something, like I said, if it's a theme or if it's a commission that I'm working with, something specific that I need to do, then I do uh, do sketches and I do, um, you know, prepare the canvas with, uh, with an initial uh, layer and then... Um, and then I just sketch, you know, the the figure or the form, and then I paint. But usually when it's something that is more intuitive, then I just, you know, start with a wash either of acrylics and uh, or oils. But really I let the colors dictate where they want to go and what happens. And then I, I let it be, and then when I come back and I, I look at it again, then I decide what needs to happen after that. So it's like I said, it's more like an intuitive. I do use a lot of images um, for reference uh, when an idea comes up. Uh, for instance, if there's something that I need to draw and I want, I need a reference for it. Uh, but the ideas usually are intuitive. Well, is most of your art then figurative art? Um, yes, most of my art is uh, figurative. I I really, you know, the beauty really inspires me, and I find the human form really, truly beautiful. Uh, faces and facial expressions, especially eyes, and, and uh, it just looks, it really, really um, inspires me. Um, but also words. Sometimes I will read something um, that will really, you know, resonate with me, and, and it, it, it just inspires me to, to, to paint something, um, which is the case of the other uh, pieces, for instance, that I have a couple of pieces in the gallery, Art Piece uh, 2 and 3, which follow Art Piece 1, <laughs> which was a series that mm -hmm. I did precisely um, from words that inspire me or, or images, you know, what everything that's going in the world and uh, was 
was happening even at the time that um, I wanted to uh, bring a, a message of peace. But at the same time, I knew that um, world peace, I think, needs to begin with individuals. You know, each of us needs to find our own inner peace before we can even think about helping anybody else find their peace. So um, that was my idea. And so I came up with the series that I was doing of uh, of these women, um, and they each have, uh, in the in the piece, each of them have some, uh, the, the art symbol included in them. Um, one of them has it in the background of the wallpaper, Another one has it in an earring. The other one has it in the color of the um, of the clothes she's wearing. So it was just inspired by that whole idea. I wanted to to uh, bring that idea of peace and love, basically. You may have answered this question because I was going to ask if uh, so. In some cases, the uh, you read something and then that's what inspires you, and then uh, you attach. I'm assuming then that. You make a poem then to to go along with that. Piece. Yes, um, yes, I do. I do have uh, poems, like I said, to all of my, uh, to pretty much all of my pieces, my my artwork, mm-hmm. and um, it's because sometimes the the ideas come to me through words, not necessarily through uh, you know through images. So. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, the idea comes, but I kind of have to figure it out in my head as well. So these poems kind of help me figure out what I'm trying to say in a way. Um, And then, you know, and sometimes the painting comes first and the poem comes after. Um, Mm -hmm. That has happened too. Well, that's uh, quite a talent to have to, to uh, to be able to write poetry as well as paint art. Yeah, well, it surprised me. I don't, I don't consider myself a writer, and I don't consider myself a poet at, at all. Uh, like I said, these these were just words mm-hmm. that you know, or initially were just personal for me, just writing them down. Mm-hmm. And then um, friends uh, really encouraged me to, oh, you need to to put this out. And I actually, um, I had a solo show in 2014. And um, they encouraged me to make a little booklet to go along with it, and that's what I did, and that's where these these poems finally got published, if you will. Well, no, I think that's a very good idea. Uh, I know some artists, and I think uh, you put. I know you mentioned you do, you know, you have your art in galleries, and most galleries want at least a little bio, uh, you know, to go with any art that they're. They're putting on display, and again, it's just because buyers like to know something about the artist whose art they're interested in possibly purchasing. So I think doing adding the poem is a is a great way to not only express yourself, but you know, to exposing your art to a the public. Sure, I th- I think that's that um, people have really have really good comments about it and have really been uh, it it just made more more sense to them once they see the piece and then they read the poem they just it 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 kind of puts it all together for them. Well, Mariana, when you're uh, working on your art, uh, normally from start to finish, how long does it take you to complete one piece? You know. Um, 
a that's a, a good question that a lot of people have asked me, and because um, I work, you know, also, and you know, and uh, I don't have uh, the t- I don't have the the studio at home. My studio is mm-hmm. inside a gallery, and um, so I don't I can't be there all the time. And also because I've been late this last summer, I got really sick, so I haven't mm-hmm. been able to work as much. So I have to pace myself, and so, uh, you know, I work, a piece may take uh, longer in terms of days because I can only put so many hours in a day. But um, right. I, it, it depends, you know, on the piece and the size, um, and it also depends on how much I end up changing it because sometimes, you know, somebody may say, oh, that's finished, <laughs> and then I end up coming <laughs> back to changing it. <laughs> So uh, it, it, it depends. But I'd say about, you know, at least um, a good, you know, 15 hours at least. Well, and, of course, working with uh, oils, too, uh, there's certainly that drying time in between sessions as well. Yes, exactly. Um, I and, and I usually, you know, that's one of the reasons I like oils because it gives me – I'm kind of impatient sometimes – and it gives me that break to to let it be, let it be, and you know, step away from it and come back, and then you find all kinds of things that you need to do after. <laughs> um, whereas mm-hmm. if I kept going, maybe I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't see that. So it it kind of makes me be a little bit more patient. Well, you also mentioned something that uh, I I find uh, that a lot of artists have in common is not necessarily knowing or or thinking that a piece is done and then realizing no it's not quite done or or struggling sometimes <laughs> to you know where where do i stop you know <laughs> yes that's so true and and also mm-hmm. i find myself with pieces that i just can't finish um mm-hmm. i have oh. several pieces you know that they're just there and they they're you know i started them and then my inspiration went somewhere else, and they were left, and I haven't come back to them. Well, that certainly does happen. That certainly does happen. <laughs> I know. Uh, I I think I have found though that the artists that uh, usually have a problem in in determining when a piece is finished are, are those that who live like their home is in their studio, so they're always they're always seeing their art especially during the development process. And uh, I think you do, you, you hit on that. Uh, I think it's important sometimes uh, for artists that they take that break, you know, get away from that piece and just kind of let it settle, if you will. Oh, yes, I think it's very important. <laughs> well, Mariana, has there been another artist or an individual or teacher that you feel has been a big uh, influence in your art? Um, the, most of the classical masters have always been, you know, my inspiration, Bogaro, you know, I, I was always admired his work, but then I also, you know, I'm very drawn to work like surreal work, like Dali's work. Um, mm. I love, uh, Klimt's work, uh, and, and so forth. So, yes, I, I, I think Anytime um, there is figurative work, I've always been drawn to it. Um, contemporary artists now, uh, like Ginsberg and Kassan and Wilson and all those, 
you know, just I'm in awe of all those uh, artists. Um, uh, but I don't, uh, to be honest, I I don't know enough uh, contemporary artists uh, to to really, you know, uh, to really have an informed opinion. Um, but um, yeah, I've always been drawn, and and like I said, Bulgaro has always been my inspiration. Well, Mariana, also, it sounds like uh, your husband's a big supporter, and that that's got to be uh, a big help for you as well in your art. Oh, absolutely. Um, yes, my husband is is a uh, is a great supporter, and he's also an artist, and so he's an actor. So he understands, you know, the the life uh, style that we that we have, you know, uh, as artists. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a little easier um, when we we're both artists. And um, yeah, and he's a great supporter, and and he's great in building stuff. So he was always building stuff for me and putting my work up and you know, my frames and all that. So it's really, really a great help. Well, that's wonderful. It's always it's always great to, and, and very nice to have uh, support of those that are close to you. Oh, yes. Well, Marianne, we're getting close to the end of the show. And uh, one of the questions I always like to ask artists uh, is uh, words of advice that they would have for someone new getting into the art field. Yes, um, I'm barely beginning myself, so I don't know that I have a lot of useful practical advice <laughs> yet, but <laughs> I think one thing that it's important that I'm learning as I go through this journey is that it's important to keep in mind that why we do this in the first place, that it's because mm-hmm. of our passion. And I think that we need to be loyal to that and not let the, the business or the other less attractive aspects of the the you know, the artist's life, uh, distract mm-hmm. us from it. Um, it's, it. It can be, you know, challenging, uh, and, and there's, there's always, you know, frustrations and obstacles, and it, it can it can get difficult. Um, so I think it's important to remember, you know, why we're doing this. Well, that is good advice, and uh, certainly, even though you may feel like... Uh, you're fairly new. You've been around art for a long time, so you, you've got an idea of, of, of how the world works out there. <laughs> yes, and I'm, I'm learning more and more as, as I go, you know, how the, the whole uh, art career uh, works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's like, like everything else, it has its challenges, but it's also very mm-hmm. rewarding. Well, it sounds like you've already uh, you've tackled some of the problems. I know most artists have no problems in creating the art, but then when it comes to marketing the art, that's, you know, a whole different uh, uh, setting. And for you, sounds like you're, you're getting your art out in galleries and entering art competitions and just getting your art out there and in front of people. Yeah, I, I did try a lot this year to do that, to, to get, you know, my art out there. It is very difficult because it, it does feel at times, you know, uh, every time you submit, every time you, you, you're you uh, submitting to these galleries or shows or competitions, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it costs. You know, the cost, uh, mm-hmm. it's always money going out and not necessarily money coming in all the time. So it can it can really be you know discouraging and and you know uh, difficult to do if you don't have any other means of support. 
So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, because all, all artists, you know, we, we want to sell our art so that we can support ourselves and, mm-hmm. and we can go create some more. So uh, it is, that's the most difficult part for me, um, you know, to separate that. It, it's difficult um, because it's not always, you know, what you, what you expect. Well, Marianne, I want to commend you also for uh, being out there and teaching your art, especially to the to young people in this country. I think that's a uh, just a marvelous thing to do, and and you impact and touch so many lives that way. And uh, uh, I thank you for that. Thank you. I I really truly enjoy it, and I've been like I said before, I've been doing it for so many years, and and I think it's so important to to give that to to the children. Oh, oh yes, I agree. I think uh, you alluded to it earlier. Uh, I, a lot of people, I think, don't realize the importance of of the artistics, whether it be or the artistic talents, whether it be painting or singing or playing an instrument. But those are are things that are great for you know a child's. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? But for the development, yes, definitely. Yes, yes. Um, there's been a, there was a, a recently a study with drumming. Drumming correlates directly with reading. Kids who can, you know, do the drumming, uh, who cannot do it, cannot read. So, yeah, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of uh, relationships between the arts and learning. Well, Mariana, I want to thank you for being on An Artist Speaks today. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And before we leave here, uh, you had mentioned that you have a website. So why don't you give the audience your uh, web address so that they can see your art on your site. Sure. It's www.peiranoart.com. So it's www.peiranoart.com. Well, that's wonderful, and uh, we certainly look forward to seeing more of your art on our gallery as well, Marianne. Well, thank you so much. I also want to thank our listeners for being with us today. And again, to view Mariana Perano's stunning art, or to listen to this interview, and of course purchase some of Marianne's art, visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery online. I want to let all the artists listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery online a monthly art competition and exhibition. To enter your art, just click on the art competition tab and follow the prompts. And while you're there, check out all of our upcoming competitions and exhibitions. And if you're an architect, interior designer, or just a lover of art who likes to have interesting and beautiful art adorning your walls, then visit us at contemporaryartgalleryonline.com and view some of the most exciting original art that you just can't find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. So please sign up so you can keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. An Artist Speaks airs every other Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we'll meet again in two weeks. But next Saturday at this same time, be sure to listen to our other show, The Business of Art, hosted by artist and published author Sharon Hogshaw as she shares tips and ideas on how artists can grow their business. Again, thank you for listening to us today, and have a great rest of your weekend.